step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Love Potion Radio, the neuroscience of why and who we love, where we discuss the chemical effects of love and relationships on the human brain. Join the NeuronNetwork.com for a monthly subscription designed by NeuroDoctors to enhance your brain. We are now live with our host, Noble Anpu. Hey, good afternoon, evening, everyone. Welcome to Love Potion Radio, Episode 3, which is an extension of the NeuronNetwork.com where we enhance the supercomputer called your brain, right? Um, Today is going to be a very, very interesting um Short but sweet, straight to the straight to the um, straight to the point episode where we're going to discuss some unhappy chemicals and some happy chemicals, and um, and and get into a few examples uh, of facts of mind over max. All right, um, but I want to talk to you about, in my opinion, one of the best I can do it. One of the best law of attraction. One of the best, the secret to success uh, work I have ever seen um, is the Bullion Dollar Manifestation Tour. There are hundreds of books on the law of attraction and the science of getting rich, and many of them obviously have proven to work. But I can honestly say as of now, I have never seen anyone come along and say, not only should you write your goals down and have a clear vision in your mind's eye, but that vision that you have, take it to the Federal Reserve Bank so you can see that they're actually printing the money that you will use in the future. This is very interesting. <clears throat> in fact, you will see millions, if not billions, and possibly even trillions of dollars physically in front of you. So a lot of money or whatever that is for you all right, because surely based off perception, is no longer an idea that only exists in your mind's eye. It's going to be in front of you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about on October the 16th through the 18th. If you can meet us in Atlanta, please do. You can visit myastrologycoach.com and click on the events tab and select to meet us there. Or if you need to take care of your hotel and transportation, we have that package as well. So don't don't play yourself. Manifest greatness and allow yourself to be able to purchase things without worrying about it. Abundance to me is the ability to buy, go, and do what you want without having any worries, and you know what I'm talking about, all right? So let's get it, man. This is a phenomenal thing where, again, it's not just about the idea. If you're literally taking your idea to the bank, literally, don't go print money and put it on the board. I'm not telling you don't do that. In this case, in comparison of, don't solely do that. Print money, look at money, and visualize money in your imagination, which is a great tool to use, the most powerful tool you can use before the manifestation. But how about you go walk your tail inside of the bank with that idea in your mind and see millions of dollars being processed and know that these dollars are going to be yours in the future. Because there's a very good chance you're going to touch those denominations anyway, rather than just do your regular physical exchange of commerce. But now you know that that money is specifically being printed for you. Immediately leave the bank and travel to a mansion with that same goals and ideas in your mind's eye. See it. Touch it, feel it, smell it. Even if you want to, don't get caught doing it because I think you're kind of weird, and I'm quite sure the authorities may think you're kind of weird too. But even if you want to taste the magic, want to lick the wall, if you want to lick the money or something, activate your senses. Activate your senses. All right? <clears throat> I was watching The Secret, and 
um, one of the guys on there said, you know, some people are spiritual, but they're sick and broke. And that's not abundance either. <laughs> and somehow, some way, um, we have been kind of taught and molded that when you become spiritual, you can't necessarily have physical things. And you shouldn't want physical things. And I tell you, that's nonsense. You live in a physical world where uh, money is the medium of exchange to get things for the most part in this society. And if it wasn't intended for you to have, you would not have it. And we got to understand the progression of consciousness. And when I say that, I'm saying the progression of thought that helps evolve humanity, the idea of where money comes from, the idea of basically the creator, this divine intelligence, God, whoever you want to call it, this all-wise and all-knowing that we can pretty much all agree upon, says one day these people are going to be in this land and they're going to have money and, you know, maybe they shouldn't want the money. Why Why would it happen by the creator's divine will? It's for you to have, it's for you to engage in, it's for you to know what to do with it, all right? So, again, visit the website because you got things that you have to do. You got bills to pay, your children want things. You have things that you have to do, all right? So let's make it happen. Sunday, um, November the 2nd, the Mystic Brain online course will start. We have a workbook called the Mystic Brain, and it's sharing with you the basic anatomy of the brain. Once you complete this workbook, it's going to be about a six- to eight-week course. Once you Hopefully that fix that fixes our little issue. But hold on, I got I got Jew calling. Hold on, y'all. Okay, so I'm back. Hopefully y'all can hear me. We had a, a typical retro moment, but um, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, you can expect that in the Mercury retrograde for sure. So anyway, um, what I was talking about is the Mystic Brain online course that's going to start on Sunday, November the 2nd, right? And it's a workbook that we have um, dealing with the basic anatomy of the brain. And once you complete the workbook, we're going to give you three free online sessions of our interactive technology, all right, which is designed by brain doctors to help you enhance the brain. Now, we're going to allow you to pick the portion of your brain that you wish to strengthen in the hands. It's going to be totally up to you. So for a little bit more info on it, visit theneuronnetwork.com. You can click on the Mystic Brain. And, again, it starts November the 2nd is orientation. However, the deadline to enroll is Wednesday, October 29th, one week before, because we have to mail you the workbook. All right? So this is a physical workbook. And one thing I love about the workbook is – it's not a workbook that's, that's that's based on asking you questions and you have to regurgitate it like you're a robot. The workbook is designed for you to activate these, activate the, activate your brain. 
So you may you may have to you got to write sentences um, and paragraphs talking about how that brain um, particular function works and how you have used it before, so you can become well acclimated with your own brain function. You see what I'm saying? And once you complete it, there is a final exam with questions. And, again, once you successfully complete the final exam, you then move over into the online portion of it where you would pick three. Uh, we would pick one particular interactive um, 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 piece of technology to work with and based off the brain um, the brain lobe, basically, what lobe you want to um, develop, all right? And there's four lobes, which we talked about, I believe, on episode one, all right? So the deadline to enroll on that is October the 29th, all right? Also, that same day, October the 29th, for the first time, I am going to air angelic and demonic area codes. It's like two days before Halloween, all right? I'm going to talk about exactly that, some area codes, are um, the numerical frequencies of certain angels and or what some believe to be demons, all right? And it's actually not demons. We're going to get into the demons, uh, which is a different a different energy and whatnot. But this online presentation, I can honestly say, you've never seen it or heard it before. Yes, I'm going to tell you what you have not heard. Have you tell me that you have seen and heard Somebody break down area codes corresponding to spiritual principles, angels, demons, and whatnot. I doubt it. And once you learn something new, it, you, this is the best experience you can ever give the creator. In this sense, I'm saying the creator is a stream of consciousness, a stream of consciousness that comes along and it animates things. If a rock is alive, and it is because everything has vibration, the creator's intelligence is inside of it. A starfish, a jellyfish, a tree leaf, I don't care, you name it, a metal, uh, uh, whatever, you know, uh, element, you name it. It's alive. It's composed of something. It has an intelligence. That intelligence that is composed of, I am talking about that as being the creator. Okay? Now, now, <laughs> and I'm saying that, I'm saying that to say that when you create a new experience, you're giving the creator, you're giving the creator a boost. We got to really understand what is evolution. And when I say evolution, just look at what humanity has done within the most recent history of advancement. When technology was really wasn't available like that, and you went from a black and white TV, you went from no TV to a black and white TV, somebody figure out a way on how to, let's be real, trap waves inside of a box and send it long distance to another post or to another antenna to allow you to be able to physically see something and hear something in real time, okay? So we're talking about the intelligence that said, you know what, do you know there's invisible waves around you right now and you can create a device in which people can hear you in real time? We're talking about the conscious evolution, because that's the creator, too, those waves, all right? Now, when you have a new experience, you're allowing your brain to develop new, what's called new neural pathways. This is very important, especially when you get into this brain course, because if you notice, and we even talked about this in week one, when, we, when you notice the three brains, right, when you notice that the oldest brain, the reptilian brain, the one that is at the top of your um, neck, right, at the bottom of your skull, the automatic brain, or what's called the cerebellum, that's the old brain, right? That's where all the automatic functions is. We talked about that, your breathing, your heart rate, your temperature, things like that. And then we develop up into the midbrain, which deals with the emotions. That's the chemical warehouse. That's where everything goes down at. And then we get into something called the neocortex in the frontal lobe, which is right there and right behind your forehead. That's the thinking you, the conscious you, knows your name, and knows what you're doing, the ability to judge right from wrong, things of that nature, right? This is the latest brain to evolve. And everybody knows, in the sense, in the brain community knows that the matrix is talking about the brain, and this was actually Neo, the latest thing to evolve inside of the human brain. Well, you got to really look at the stream of consciousness here that says, well, what the heck was human beings when they didn't have a neocortex or when it was just developing? And, and, and R, here's a real question. 
are we going to develop a fourth brain somewhere along the line in the, in the timeline of humanity in the future? I think that's a legitimate question. If we got three different operations, how do we know that the consciousness of the creator is not going to build another brain on top of this one? And you cannot say that because when you get into understanding the personality types of these children, we call crystal children, we call them indigo children, they're very different. They're very different. They're very activated. Maybe some of that was called junk DNA, right? Or maybe that 90% or 95% of the human brain that the scientists don't understand how it functions maybe some of these dormant faculties that we have are going to come online in the future. But the only way it can come online is if we consciously start to do things to progress our brain. Again, I can't stress it enough that you are Lucy. Okay? You are Lucy. All right. So this presentation is going to be off the chain Wednesday, October 29th, man. Uh, it's actually going to be two air dates, the October 29th, a Wednesday, and then that following Sunday, November the 2nd, just in case you can't make Wednesday and Sunday's more convenient for you or vice versa. I always air the shows at 9 p.m., but we take everything we do down one hour before, so you must enroll by 8 p.m. Eastern time. This ensures uh, um, uh, the proper startup time at 9 p.m. All right, this presentation is going to be off the chain. And I'm going to go inside the physical landmarks. Some of these things, the landmarks, you may have heard me talk about Atlanta, City Seal. The slogan is called Resurgence, which is Latin for what? We'll rise again. Well, what the heck sunk? Where did it go? Well, we're here. Talking about we'll rise again. What fell down? Well, maybe Atlantis fell. Maybe Stone Mountain is the remnants of Atlantis. Hmm. Very interesting. Maybe. You know? What is the four for all about? What is DC about and all this? Why is that the capital? Why right there? Why did it pick an area code or what it has? All I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, in this presentation is and I'm gonna say it that medieval time of history was perhaps the most spiritually inclined civilization to ever record the rights of spirituality inside a work called a grimoire. They made contact with the dead. They made contact with angels and just other beings outside of this physical world, understood the name, understood the station in which they rule celestially in the sky, just like you got seasons and you about to start getting all, dressing all warm now because it's getting cold, where there are spiritual forces that become active during this particular time. All right? That particular order of people were, 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 were very advanced. They were so good that, that in truth, we got to look at it like this. They codified certain information and had to wait for their future incarnation, or in this case, reincarnation, in order to pick up the books to understand that it was them who wrote the books in the past. So we're we going to have to accept that reality. We're talking about past lives. We're talking about your immortal soul that's a part of the creator that has always been. Just because you don't have a memory of it, don't mean it don't exist. Reincarnation is very real. Past lives is very real. And I know y'all know that because y'all wouldn't be listening. Very real. So it got to a point that the spirit world said, listen, okay, physically, the priesthood and the oracles is about to get their bonds kicked. But what we're going to do is codify this information. And years have passed, years and years have passed, and I'm talking about from more Spain in the 711-1492 era to the discovery of Christopher Columbus in that whole 1492 era. 
in the new world, the new idea, America. And then America come along, and then they'd be like, listen, we about to break loose from the British crown. In other words, we about to have an internal civil war. We're going we to fight each other because we got different ideas of wanting to be free. Same Europeans who came through, and, and, and let's just keep it real for the record, had a fight with Africa, the Africans, and then it became religious banners, Islam versus Christianity, in a sense. And anything dealing with Kabbalah, Judaism, Gnosticism, anything that wasn't straight up hardcore Christianity had to go, right? So when it comes to the New World, there was a, um, um, they decided that they were going to rebel and have a fight against each other. You got to understand what idea did that, where did that idea come from? You know what I mean? So July 4th, 1776. We know that the sun is in front of a star. It looks like a star in our reality, Sirius. If we were to dim the lights out of the sun and put on some cool sunglasses, we see this bright, bright star. It looks like a star because it's so far away, but it's really a sun. It's Sirius, right? Now, the Dogon, African cosmology, Egyptians, in the Egyptian cosmology, built temples. The Dogons tell you that you come from Sirius. The whole earth was actually seeded by intelligent beings that come from there. Then the Egyptian builds temple to temple of Isis, the grandmother, right, respecting the woman but dedicating the woman to this particular star. So then these people who had this idea, we're going to trace the idea, this idea to break free, right, to break free and say, you know what, we're going to start the new year or we're going to make a declaration of independence on July 4th when the sun is directly in front of this place that these Africans said they came from, right? And then we're going to set up our civil new year on January the 1st at midnight. And midnight at January the 1st is the only time of the year, right? The only time of the year that Sirius is in the southern sky, which is the highest point in the sky, like when the sun is at 12 noon and everybody going to lunch. So when planets are at that particular region of space, when stars are in that region of space in the south, they're at the highest point in our reality. We're going to celebrate the new year because at midnight, this is when this time of year, this is the only time of year when this sun or this star, it looks like a star, but this sun is exactly at the highest point when you can see her at night and all of her glory. So now the information from the Egyptian priesthood, from the Dogon priesthood, actually started to be encoded inside of the rhythms that would later come and dominate the world, the United States of America, based off of the Syrian cosmology, the Syrian order. But the spirit world has to give ideas to people, don't care who they are, in order for the original inhabitants and the people of the land to be able to understand. So a legend goes that since these beings are invisible, and let me tell you something, we've been in New Orleans and we got a picture of ghosts. It's very real. These beings are invisible. They can come within this world, but they can't necessarily... Um, physically do the things that we can do in this world, but they can come here. Some of them have developed a skill of knocking things down in front of you and scaring the holy crap out of you, but some of them can't do that, right? So the intelligent beings from the other side has to work through ways of information, in other words, ideas. Set your calendar up. Break free and fight each other. Set your calendar up on this. And then also, we will say that the country needs to go to war with Syria, and then we'll give another billion-dollar idea to somebody to create Sirius XM Radio just so people's consciousness can get in tune with Sirius because they celebrate July 4th and they barbecue all the time anyway, and the barbecue is nothing more than the burnt offering that was always talked about inside of the Old Testament. So the spirit world has to find a way to continue the evolution of your consciousness and of its consciousness. So if it has to grab someone who is called a founding father, 
and they don't look like you and maybe even been at war with you are your people in the past. In a sense, the spirit world does not care because it has an agenda that you must understand the greater good. In other words, in other words, in the story, God created an angel who later rebelled and became the devil. Well, if God was all wise and all no, why the heck he create one? We gotta understand that psychology. This is very important, especially in that book of Job. And if God is having this conversation and he's saying, Go test that man. But you already you God, you know what he's gonna do. Is it necessary for you to make a deal with the devil and tell the devil to go test that man when you God? What is the psychology of it and what is the moral of the story? saying that to say the spirit world set up these cities on purpose. The ideas for these cities, the landmarks for these cities, the area codes for these cities. Uh Uh-uh. That's how you get on the phone with the spirit world. By understanding the frequency that you live in. Now, the Bible got a book called the Book of Numbers. What the heck do we need to understand numbers for? Why do you even got a book called Numbers? Huh? Now, you get mad and sensitive if somebody gives out your phone number. Do you mean you're giving out my number? And you would feel some type of way if somebody would be like, hey, man, let me, get, let, me get, let, me, let me get your social, man. So you have a concept and a close relationship with numbers. And you don't let nobody call your spouse number. You have a fit. All right? So that's like we don't got no relationship with numbers. Let's go deeper and understand that relationship with numbers. So Wednesday, October the 29th, angelic and demonic area codes, man. Be there at mindstrategycoach.com. Go to the events tab and click on um, online presentation. So let's build on unhappy and happy chemicals. So grab your notebook and let's get busy, all right? I'm going to give you a quick example of a process. Person A asks person B, hey, did you take a message And person B says, or immediately thinks about an event that occurred six months prior where they actually, person B actually kind of screwed up a message. So in response to the associative memory, what is that? When when you uh, remember something or store something that's associated to something, usually an event, a birthday party, the, the cookout, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what you would call associative memory, okay? So in response to this type of memory, the person now becomes angry. The anger then produces a feeling of being inadequate, feelings of lack, and even feelings of shame can surface. Now, there are two glands, and this is why you got to get into the mystic brain. I ain't going to give it all to you. You got to get into this thing. This is for the serious adept. I'm going to tell you this. Prime Minister Bittar, that whole Bible is, 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 is codified on many different levels. Physical, moral, uh, it's talking about the sky and, and the seasons of the year. And in one case, Israel is really the northern hemisphere, and Egypt is the southern hemisphere. And it's talking about when the sun crosses that, and the 40 days and 40 nights is really talking about how when the sun, 40 days after the vernal equinox, is when the real energy finally kicks in because the first day of spring, it don't feel like it's spring still. It takes approximately 40 days. But it's also talking about the hemispheres in your brain. It's talking about components in your brain. So, therefore, the Egyptians were actually building pyramids and things of that nature because it was replica to things in your brain. You better get into this mystic brain course and holler at the Prime Minister Jew and get over in the neuron network so we can really become activated about this, all right? I'm telling you, there's some things that's going on. So, there's two glands that's in the brain that is now going to take this message. Did you take a message? Go take this message, and you're thinking, well, I think I messed up this message a long time ago, and you start feeling And these two brains, and you need, well, these two glands inside of the brain is going to start to cook up some chemicals called neuropeptides, okay? Now, these chemical messages, the peptides, are released in the bloodstream from your brain, right? And then they travel in the blood looking for cells that we, we discussed this last week that have what's called stress receptors on them. I gave a perfect example last week about my father. 
right? Perfect example. Stressed out so much, he remembered when, 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 when his ex-wife cheated on him. He remembered the license plate to this day, and now he's talking about he got kidneys, and what a coincidence, kidneys, ruled by Libra, deals with relationships and marriages. So he was so stressed out about it that correspondent organ developed cell receptors to take into the to take in the stress. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So now internally, guess what? We have this inner dialogue, ladies and gentlemen. Don't act like you don't got it. You got it. You got chatter in your head. In most cases, this is the case. In most cases, it's the body telling the brain what to think. It is the body telling the brain to think the way that it's actually feeling. In other words, the body don't even need your conscious mind to produce stress chemicals. Why? Because it's the body that is actually creating these cravings, all right, this chemical that you need that we talked about on week one and two. So the voices that we hear in our head, I can't do it. I'll start tomorrow. He just like my father, who she thinks she is, right? It's too late to do it. That silent chatter, that is the body, not your mind, that's the body that does not want to change, all right? Now, the situation is going to go further because later on, person A is going to ask person B if they mind, if they watch the game. And person B is going to be like, I don't care. But quietly, person, person B is going to be like, who he think he is? Always being judgmental. If he can play so good, then why the hell he ain't on the team? And person A is like, man, she got an attitude, and she says she don't care. But since she don't care, then I don't care. And so if she don't care, then I, I just ain't caring then. And then she wonder why I had to cheat on her. So we're having this internal dialogue, and now both persons are caught up in what's called a chemical loop. All right? So <coughs> let's get to the name. Excuse me. Let's get to the name. The name of the main stress hormone is called cortisol, okay? And guess what? Now, the cortisol is actually normal in the body. If the body produces it, it's actually normal. It has a function. It's really about the balance of certain things, all right? Now, they call this a stress chemical due to its heavy secretion levels when the body is in what is called the fight or flight response mode. So technically, cortisol is really a good thing. It's a good stress, such as exercise. Or I'm walking through the woods and I hear this animal, this beast, and of course I don't got love chemicals there. I got a stress chemical and and, and adrenaline is pumping, cortisol is here. I got to get the heck out of here because I have to survive. It's when you stay in the habitual state within this chemical of cortisol, it becomes dangerous. You can die. And I'm going to get that story next week of the person who thought themselves to death. I'm going to bring that out. person literally thought themselves to death, literally, because they thought they was going to die. They were diagnosed with cancer and pneumonia. And everybody around them thought they was going to die and got a diagnosis. Doctor said they only was going to live 30, 90 more days anyway. Um, but when they died, they didn't actually have <laughs> the cancer was actually gone. They, they actually beat the cancer. The cancer was actually gone, and they had a little bit touch of pneumonia, and it wasn't enough to cause death. And I'm going to get the actual name of the person and give you the story next week. Perfect, perfect information to show you about the science called epigenetics, which we discussed, which means what? Above genetics, you're not hardwired. The only destiny you have is what you create with your mind. Okay? So the stress, the main stress uh, hormone cortisol is actually good. Actually, pregnant women actually um, start to secrete it at a certain age or uh, development in their pregnancy. It's actually a good thing because the body is capable of creating it, but you just can't stay in that particular state. All right, so write that down and do your own rock search on something. I'm just going to put some terms out there, and y'all go and do your own research on it. Now, since it's good, like good stress is exercise, that, that resistance that you give actually builds strength, right? Um, I want to talk about um, uh, um, an actual case study dealing with the power of mind and exercise, and then we're going to talk about these happy chemicals, and then we're going to get out of here. All right, so check this out. There was a case study done at Yale about uh, it was over 20 years ago. 
and it involved actors, right? And they were dealing with some exercise. The researchers used actors because of their ability to access emotional states, because they can go from sad to happy, happy to sad. So the actors were divided into two groups. The first group was asked to make themselves angry. They worked themselves up by imagining, imagining frustrating and disturbing situations. The second group was asked to remain calm, peaceful, and stable as possible. Both groups were monitored for their physiological functions, including heart rate, blood pressure, and respiration. They were then asked to engage in various forms of light exercise, such as climbing a set of stairs. The so-called angry group maintained or showed less healthy levels in each health function. The angry group showed less healthy levels in each health function. Okay? For the placid group, the group who actually was doing the peace work and remaining calm, the benefits we usually associate with exercise were truly evident. Only in this group, despite both of them doing the same exercise, did the exercise prove to be uh, of advantage. So common wisdom tells us that exercise reduce stress. That's what we taught. If you go exercise, you reduce stress. But with this study showed was our state of mind and state of being while doing the exercise is just important, if not more important. All right? So your state of mind, this study showed that the state of mind affects if exercise is going to be effective for you or not. So you just can't go to the gym and you 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 it has to be in your mind. So don't trick yourself. I'm gonna do this just to take my mind off and no, listen. Listen. You got to be in it. Literally, mentally in it in whatever that you're doing. All right. So I wanted to put that study out there. All right. So let's talk about some happy chemicals real fast. There's four of them, uh, four main ones in particular that we're going to concentrate on today. One of them is called dopamine. This is interesting because dopamine is the one that gets you excited when there is a reward, when you win the championship, when you hit the game, when you shot, when you make a physical accomplishment. The brain secretes dopamine. This is like dope. In fact, when you take cocaine, dope cocaine, when you take cocaine, it gets the body or portions of the brain to release dopamine. That's where they get the word dope from. So dopamine is the one that says when you physically acquire some things and get those goals and whatever they may be, the brain releases this type of feel-good chemical. The next one is interesting to me. It's called endorphin. Okay? That's interesting because there's a type of marijuana called endo. <laughs> endo is, uh, well, I hope Cassidy are listening because Cassidy like, I don't want none of that indica. And it's indica... <laughs> But Endo, remember that 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 um, Snoop Dogg rolling down the street smoking Endo. Endo is really good for medical purposes, medicinal purposes, and marijuana is a different type of chemical other than the um, THC that really deals with healing. All right, but endorphin um, is when it's kind of like an opium rush, but it's it's it's, it's it masks. It's a feel-good chemical that masks pain, all right? This is kind of like, endorphin is weird because it's kind of almost, to me, I almost classify it almost as a stress in the sense. And what I'm saying is if if you got injured in the situation and you had to, to, instead of fighting, you had to fight, or either or you had to fight as well, 
the pain, you will not feel the pain in, in, in the situation. You understand what I'm saying? You won't feel the pain in that situation. So that one is really, 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 really kind of weird, but it's a known fact that endorphin is one that masks our physical pain. Now, this is interesting because it's a feel-good chemical. So oftentimes we got to look at when we see um, situations, let's just say, are that are dysfunctional, but sometimes we get very comfortable with dysfunctional rhythms and dysfunctional behavior. And the pain that you once felt, it don't feel, it takes more. Remember we talked about that in week uh, one and two, I reviewed it, when we talked about what is called um, upregulation and downregulation with cells, and downregulation is the process in which the cells need more of the same thing to become stimulated in the same way. In other words, hit me harder, baby. Spank me harder. You understand what I'm saying? It's a progression that takes place. And when you once felt pain, you no longer feel that pain. That's endorphin. So I'm not necessarily a fan of that one when it is uh, being used um, on a regular basis. I can understand that I hurt myself doing something and, you know what I mean, I don't feel it because I had to get out of the situation. I understand that. When it becomes the norm of masking, let's just say emotional abuse, um, you know, on that type of vibration, that's, that's very weird, okay? So research endorphin. And you should, you should, you should research these chemicals and identify what chemicals um, you want to be in. That's very important. I see that beautiful full moon right there. Um, that's very, very important that you do that, you know, so you can understand uh, what, what it is that you want and you will be secreting, okay? Now, let's move over to another one called serotonin. Serotonin is the one that makes you, um, they call it the one when you um, stick your chest out. It's all about pride. When you get social recognition, when somebody um, um, just recognizes your talents and what you did, you know what I mean? So when people giving you your props and you feel good in that moment when they're giving you the award, that's serotonin, in a sense, right? Serotonin, seriousness, when you become serious, in a sense. And um, <laughs> I had a very interesting uh, uh, um, event, experience, with someone um, wanting me to call them a certain name and, 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 and things. Um, and I was just like, wow, this person wants me to um, trigger the serotonin release in their brain form. You know what I mean? And it was just, it, it becomes, that's what I'm saying, when you, get, when you get into this realm of understanding how the human brain works, you know how a person is ticking and you can immediately identify chemically what level they're on. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes these things can get... Um, you know, they say it's a thin line between love and hate because one thing can go to the next thing real fast, all right? So serotonin is the one where you uh, need your props and you like getting your props and you just like being a person of status, all right? <clears throat> now, the last one we're going to talk about today is oxytocin, the love bond chemical. This is the one that comes with touch and grooming each other, and um, it, it's just all about the community bond type of thing. And once you know you're safe, and mothers secrete this um, at a very at, when when they're breastfeeding after birth, this is this is the, the oxytocin level is just like pum sky high. All right, sky high. So this is about just really bonding. This is the one that says let's cuddle type of thing. So 
when your mate don't like to cuddle with you and things like that, then there's a uh, there's there's a lack of oxytocin that's actually going around here. Now, um, one of these weeks we're going to talk about it, and I, I, I'm going to get some insight on it now, that it's also found that when um, a child is born into the family and if the father is around and active, he too will have an increase in oxytocin. It is not just strictly a female thing, even though she may secrete it in more abundance, um, but he too has a level of oxytocin. And oxytocin is also something that is secreted at the time of orgasm, okay? So if there's like an orgasm, there's like uh, what we call oxytocin, all right? Um, This is, again, this is the one that deals with um, in the animal kingdom or just in the family kingdom, you know when family is around, you know, there's more eyes that is just looking around and your survival chances are, um, are pretty high. You see what I'm saying? Because, again, it deals with uh, bonding in the family, okay? So that's oxytocin. So it's dopamine, right? You get that physical rush when you acquire something and you hit your goals. I like dopamine. Dopamine is a good rush. It's like, ah, I did it. Yeah, that's nice. Like, endorphin, I don't know. It masks the pain. It takes the pain away. Be careful with that one because there may be some, you may have come accustomed to some, you lowered your standards somewhere and and you're masking your pain, okay? So that's endorphin, all right? Um, that's that, and see, endorphin can also be created. Uh, that's that. That's that. In, in hermetic science, this is a no-no. Um, getting into a fight and arguing, and then immediately you got to get you. You got to. You got to get you some. You got to get you some cuckoo. You know. You got to get you some. You know what I mean? That vibration and energy is 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 dangerous in the sense. All right, if you don't know how to properly transmute and really let the issue be gone and whatnot. And sometimes you do it and, and issues still ain't resolved and whatnot. And and they even go as deep as saying when you do that and you don't actually give, um, you don't actually impregnate uh, or conception is not actually met, then you give birth to magnetic demons on the other side, you know what I'm saying, that, that lurks and feeds off of the negative aura and its elemental energies um, that's all around you. Now, this is a thing because we got waves that's bouncing all around us, and a lot of the waves, too, deals with waves of light. You're always being penetrated by light, all right? Always, always. Oh, even when it's dark outside, you see starlight, you see the moonlight. Light is always penetrating you, always, all right? And these elementals ride on the form of a wave. It is absolutely no different than the way that you hear my voice right now on the sound wave. Spiritual beings ride on waves. How else can you ring a bell and 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 start calling on archangels and then you feel this sense of this presence or the lights start blinking or they physically manifest for you? How did they get here? And they're, and, they're, and they're said to be beings of light themselves. Well, light ain't nothing more than uh, waves, all right? It ain't nothing more than different, uh, the spectrum, the spectrum of waves, all right? <clears throat> so be careful with that. The endorphin is the one that masks the pain, so be careful on that makeup love type of, uh, type of situation uh, without resolving the issues because a lot of pain can just go buried into the psyche. And now... The, the more loving chemical, and I say that my favorite would be oxytocin, you know what I mean? That's not necess- that's being really, uh, that's not really being secreted as much because it's a lot of situation that's going on, a lot of pain that's there that the endorphin is actually kicking in, all right? And it can actually become a mixture of endorphin and oxytocin because, you know, it's masking the pain, but I just had an orgasm, so now I feel good. You see what I'm saying? That's not necessarily good, ladies and gentlemen. Serotonin. 
the one that makes you uh, feel good when somebody gives you some type of recognition. I think serotonin automatically will kind of come after dopamine in a sense because dopamine is when you when you make an achievement, you know what I'm saying? But then if somebody recognizes you for the achievement, there goes serotonin. You usually want to be recognized based off something that you've done. You see what I'm saying? So if you already done it, you already got the dope already. You see what I'm saying? That's why I say it comes after that. All right? So there are your four basic happy chemicals. The one main stress chemical you will research is called cortisol. Understand how it is good for you and understand how to keep the checks and balances. One thing I love about the mystic, the mystic system of Kabbalah, when we understand the fabulous tree of life, the Etzkayim, right, we see that on the left-hand side, this is a very tough, rigorous side of the tree. On this side of the tree, we have Saturn, we have Mars, and we have Mercury. And the tough ones are Saturn and Mars, without a shadow of a doubt. And on the right side of the tree, we have the beneficent, more of the merciful, but Rakim, more of the merciful aspects, joy, love, and happiness. We got more of like a Uranus type of feel, Jupiter and Venus, especially emphasis on Jupiter and Venus. These are the good guys in the solar system, and Mars and Saturn are the bad guys in the solar system, without a shadow of a doubt, right? So the Kabbalah shows us that the left-hand path, the left side, that side is a very rigorous path. The right side is a very merciful path. But so eloquently, the middle path, there is a such thing as the middle path. The middle path is the path of the creator. Um, I remember we took it down, but we got something in the archives dealing with Michael Jackson. The minister Jew showed you how Michael Jackson was actually the personification of the middle path and how he went from black to white. And he transcended this is actually really technically he also transcended gender as well because to a degree you can say not only did he go from black to white, he almost went from male to female in, in front of your very eyes. It was a it was a spiritual alchemical process that Mike was going through. Now on the physical day level, oh he wanna be like white folks and he's selling down there's too much pressure for them and they're trying to kill him, so therefore he wanna look like them. It, that's the physical aspect of it to get you to understand the spiritual transformation of, guess what, the possibility of what one can do. I don't care if you got to do surgery and you and you got to start taking shots. To show you there is a process of transmutation. I don't care if you use technology. That's the age that you're in. You're supposed to do that. But it's to show you the laws of transmutation in front of your very eyes, Okay. The middle path is the path of the creator because we know in the tree of life the, the sephiroth, these energy channels, are numbered 1 through 10. And when you add up the ones in the middle, it equals the creator, 26, all right? Uh, the sacred name of the creator in Hebrew. So we're basically taught by understanding the creator walked the middle path. He's balanced, meaning on his left side he has what is known as severity and judgment, okay? And on the right side he has mercy and compassion, okay? So your body has the same mechanism. It's automatically built. You are the middle chamber. You are the middle pillar, right? Your alignment and your centerpiece are what in the Tao, they call it your dantian, right? Around your solar plexus area, Right? That centerpiece with that umbilical cord was cut. Will you breathe in? Remember when you go to the gun range and you shoot at a target, the target is not the head. The target is not the heart. The target is around the solar plexus area. That's where the breath of life comes in at. That is the true centerpiece, not chakra-wise. We ain't talking about that. The centerpiece of your body is around your solar plexus. You understand that's your soul is right there, all right? So this area is your mid-area, your mid-section, your mid-being. You don't walk with a limp and your whole left side is leaning downward and your right side is cocked upward or vice versa. If you do, you better go see a chiropractor ASAP. It's about you being balanced in between left and right hemispheres of yourself physically and mentally in your body because the left side of your brain don't do what the right side of your brain does. They do two totally different things. And then the creator is so fabulous, 
so fabulous in, 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 in his, her creation that the right side of your brain actually controls the left side of your body. And the left side of your brain controls the right side of your body. And when you start looking at diagrams, especially uh, of the optic nerves from the eyes, you will see that behind your skull, they will actually cross each other like an X, right? Think about it. What I'm saying is, why don't your right eye and the right side of your brain control the right side of your body? So picture that if it did do that, there will be a nerve right behind your eye that will go straight back to what is called the occipital lobe, which is in the back of your brain, all right, in the back of your head, rather, which is the back part of the brain. It would just go from your eye straight back to that part of the brain in the same side on the left side. Well, instead of going straight back, behind your forehead in the middle part of the brain, these two decide that they're going to crisscross each other like the X. You understand what I'm saying? They, they, they crisscross each other, literally, like a pretzel, before they get to their location in the back of the brain. So, therefore, the right side will control the, left, the right side of the brain, control the left side of the body, and vice versa. That is very, very weird. Or is it? Or is it that way to get you to understand balance? You understand what I'm saying? So, I'm saying that to say, really look at the anatomy of yourself and learn how to balance that, all right? Now, since I had today's show, I was a little, I had to do dinner earlier, which means I am behind on homework, all right? So I got to get on homework patrol. Uh, well, homework is actually done. I got to get on reading patrol and spend these 30 minutes apiece with each child on some reading. Um, give us some feedback, man. Link up with us, of course, the website, theneuronnetwork.com. Like I said, man, get up in this Mystic Brain course when you finish that uh, workbook, you will automatically get three interactive sessions with us when you pick the part of your brain that you want to activate. You can go to the neuronnetwork.com, go to the Mr. Brain tab for that. All right. If you're in the ATL area, you can get there. We got an option where you can meet us there. Meditate with us, man. We're going to go to the mound. After we go to the Federal Reserve Bank, after we visit the uh, mansion, we're going to go to a pyramid-shaped mound and get into what's called a diamond meditation so you can send your thoughts off to the ether after you've seen all that money, after you walk into a mansion. Manifest whatever it is that you want to, okay? Start to work on you. And let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. Every day, man, you should see your goals in front of you. Every single day. I, I can't really stress that enough. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. Thank you to Hashem. Thank you to the Creator. Because I realize, and I've been realizing, but I'm just going to be in the moment that I am blessed and you are blessed as well. And I'm saying that to say, honestly, honestly, I love the fact, I love the fact that I do not have to go to a nine-to-five warehouse like I used to and draw forklifts like I used to and lift furniture like I used to and clean toilets like I used to. I love driving trucks. That's relaxing. That's cool. But I don't have to do that. I can really get into doing what I love to do, which is learn and share. Do what you love to do every single day. And even if you can't physically do it, take some time out and to think about it. I'm going to do it. And filter out. Pay attention to conversation and start to filter out and do away with complaining, whining, blaming, uh, uh, all the things that distract you that is not in support and talking about how you're going to get to your goal. That's taking you away from your school, taking you totally off your game. Put your mind on the prize, because without that, it's, a, it's not going to materialize for you. I'm telling you, it's not. You've got to put your mind on the prize. Last week's homework assignment was, y'all watch The Secret. This week's homework assignment Watch it again. <laughs> Straight up. 
Watch it again, all right? So visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. Click on the events tab. Make sure y'all get to these online presentations, man. Stay abreast with us. If you need a free consultation, me and Keisha is up tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern. Peace, man. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 